I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Dollar to inbound. Shepard trying to stay with Curry. Catches one dribble, steps back, puts up a three. Won't go. Rebound tip taken by Spades. Final seconds. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Cleveland's long sports nightmare has ended. The drought is over. 52 years. Time to celebrate a title. And the emotions for LeBron James, who delivers on his promise to come home and bring a championship to his beloved hometown. Uh, Donny Manny in Dublin, come in. Joe, how you doing, buddy? Very well. This was rather stunning on a host of levels from LeBron. Uh, Joe, it was, I mean, it, it was incredible. Every superlative you can imagine. Um... You know, it, one of the, I, I would say, one of the biggest shocks of the last 25 years, 50 years in, in the NBA uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers down three games, one in, in this seven-game series to um, up against a team that was arguably one of the two or three greatest teams uh, or having one of the two or three greatest seasons of any NBA team of all time uh, mm. to go and win three games in a row, two of them on their own on the on the Warriors' home court uh, for LeBron to kind of get to this level. Like, I mean, you know, the conversation now is really is LeBron James the greatest of all time. I mean, like, every, you know, everyone he seemed had count, counted the uh, the Cavaliers out, and rightly so. I mean, there was a 92% chance that the Warriors were going to win, according to the stats people. Like, right. like it was, everything was sacked against them. Yeah. Um, there was, and did they go to what? To what extent did they did they go to pieces, Donny? And or did uh, LeBron just turn into a superhuman LeBron? Um, I there was a, a mix of factors at, at play. Um, I I think there there was a game five where uh, Draymond Green, who's the uh, the Warriors, sort of like clutch. He's sort of like keeping. He's sort of keeping Steph Curry in check and sort of giving him. He's like the supporting actor in the in the sort of the really great movie. He was suspended, and Cleveland stole a game in in Golden State, and it threw the whole momentum of the series off. Um, and then we got to Game Seven, and then you know it, that was all LeBron. Then, but I mean, LeBron his his numbers, his stats over the last three games of the series when Cleveland needed him most uh, were sort of otherworldly. I mean, anybody who's seen uh, what LeBron did, his block on Andre Iguodala in the la- in the last minute and a half of the game is one of the most freakish plays I've ever seen any any basketball player make. Um, I mean, just sheer force of will. It was just incredible mm. to witness, um, and it's it, you know, and also hugely emotional. Um, LeBron sort of broke down in, in tears uh, after the final whistle. There, nobody. I mean, we've you know we've been discussing the, this entire NBA season, and we haven't really given LeBron that much time. Um, sure. It's been all Warriors, but uh, what, what they did and the level that he went to now, and he got you know he got important cameo roles from his from his, his teammates but at the end of the day it's it's really all about LeBron he made it his mission to go back to his, to his home city he sort of 
you know, he sort of shockingly left them to go to Miami and to win titles, mm. and he did that. But, he, you know, there's sort of a loser tag was around him somehow in spite of all that he had won. Uh, and then, you know, to completely destroy this Warrior season that was so amazing. And, you know, Steph Curry, this sort of, you know, the new poster boy of the league. And for him to, for LeBron just to emerge out of nowhere uh, in this series, in, the, in these finals. No team had ever, uh, who was down three games to one, had ever won an NBA finals. Uh, and, like, LeBron has has gone to the, he's gone to the next level. You know, he's, he's yeah. the question is, you know, you know, it would be interesting to see what, what his, the next few years of his career are like but I mean you know he has every he has every right to be like considered the greatest of all time now you know yeah let's have a listen to what LeBron was saying uh, at the end of the game to ESPN I set out a goal two years when I came back to bring a championship to the city I gave everything that I had I put my heart my blood my sweat my tears to this game and Against all odds, against all odds, I don't know why we want to take the hardest road. I don't know why the man above gives me the hardest road, but it's nothing the man above don't put you in situations that you can't handle. And I just kept that same positive attitude, like, instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland, this is for you. Oh. LeBron, you did what no other team had been able to do, coming back from a 3-1 to deficit in the finals. And to do that, you had to win twice in a place that proved too much for so many teams. What did you find in Game 5 here? Uh, just locked in. I had to change my approach a little bit on how I approached the game. I wasn't that good in the first two games here in this building. I watched a lot of film, detailed it out, changed my blueprint. And uh, we was able to put together some spectacular games after being down 3-1. History, we in the record books. We're the first team ever to come back from a 3-1 three, uh, three deficit. This is special. So let's bring in Ryan Jones, editor-at-large of Slam Magazine and author uh, of the very appropriately titled King James Believe the Hype. Uh, and that's kind of the story of this guy's career, Ryan. We were talking earlier in the show, and so often it's so rare that, quote, the next big thing ever comes close to being the next thing, and LeBron has exceeded expectations. So it's just incredibly rare for a guy to do this. But you, you kind of knew this was coming a long time ago. Well, I, I don't want to say that I knew he was, he was going to be, you know, 31 years old and, and having people really say maybe he's the best ever. Um, but he's, the expectations were ridiculous, and that's the thing that really puts him on a different level than any of these other guys who came before him, including Kobe, including Jordan, and certainly any of the older guys who were there before the, the hype machine is what it is with ESPN and now the Internet and everything else. Uh, you know, from, from the time he was 17 and junior in high school, there was this expectation that he was just unbelievably good, and there was really no way he could really live up to that, and yet he sort of has. Um, you know, the fact that if Kyrie Irving misses that three-pointer uh, with about a minute left the other night, you know, and, and the Warriors maybe manage to score, and, and maybe the Warriors lose, or the Warriors come back and win the game, and win the series, and, and maybe LeBron were talking about what an incredible effort he had, but it was all for naught because they ended up losing. You know, how different would the conversation be, and yet his performance would have been just the same. Um, so it's always tough once you get into the legacy kind of conversations to realize how close it could have been uh, to a loss, you know. But the fact that, yeah, I mean, like you guys have been saying, to come back from 3-1 down 
It's never been done. And not only has it never been done, but they did it against the best regular season team in league history. So it was a phenomenal series uh, that I don't think anyone expected when they were down 3-1, uh, that it would be nearly as compelling at the end. But it was, it was incredible to watch. And you know, my, I, I do have some biases, obviously, but uh, it was really neat to watch and neat to, to see LeBron kind of come back. And, and there shouldn't be any doubters about this guy anymore, given what he's accomplished. But if there were, I, th- I think he's answered him. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting to look back today and remind myself of the the Sports Illustrated story of him when he was still at school, which had the chosen one as the banner headline. And it seems like that uh, period when he was still in St. Vincent, St. Mary High School, and it was in the pre-YouTube era, he was already a national figure. Some of the games were on ESPN, but in that pre-YouTube world, he was filling all the arenas he played in. It was like a tour, get to see this guy, LeBron, in the flesh. Did you get to see many of those games, or what are your memories? of that period i did you know we first time i went out and met him and we actually had him in slam uh before sports illustrated did but we didn't put him on the cover so we, we should have in retrospect he was only a sophomore then about 16 and, and we went out and um uh you know did a thing spent the day with him at his school and went to dinner with his mom and um you know it was it was great and you had a sense that oh you know this kid could be pretty good but i you know i would never sit here and tell you oh, yeah we knew you know that he was going to be this legend um but over the course of the next couple of years, you're absolutely right. You know, we weren't quite there with YouTube yet. I remember going on eBay at the time, and I saw him play in person in, in Akron and Cleveland a few times. I saw him in Los Angeles. I saw him uh, in Trenton, New Jersey, down by Philadelphia at a game where uh, – and saw him in Philadelphia as well at a game where Allen Iverson, who was with the Sixers at the time, came to watch him. Um, so we saw a lot of that, and I remember going on eBay and, and literally buying CDs that people had – uh, or DVDs, excuse me, of game footage, the games I hadn't seen but had heard about, because that's, that's what right. the situation was at the time. Um, so, yeah, it was a different world then, but there was still you know, enough proof. And, again, ESPN jumped on it pretty early, certainly once the Sports Illustrated cover came out, uh, where, where all of a sudden it was, yeah, from, from you know, about the middle of his junior year on, the hype was absolutely national for this kid from Akron, Ohio. Uh, the 31-year-old LeBron compares very well with the 31-year-old Jordan. So three NBA titles and four MVP awards for LeBron compares well to Jordan's three titles and only three MVPs. Like I saw somebody make the point, and it was an interesting one, that Jordan was this regular-shaped guy with supernatural powers. Whereas it almost counts against LeBron that he's a freak of nature. It's like, well, you know, this guy won the genetic lottery, whereas uh, Jordan was just more talented. Yeah, I, I mean, Jordan was was maybe not quite obviously as big, but it's six six uh, with huge hands, uh, incredible leaping ability and athleticism. Jordan was was pretty blessed as well, athletically and mm. physically. Uh, you know, so I, I don't think there's. I don't think but I draw that too much difference. There. Is that perception out there, though, that LeBron uh, is genetically I mean, gifted? Oh, sure. I mean, because you know he's built like uh, I mean he he's built like he'd be you know the the most terrifying you know NFL defensive end uh, of all time. And and there you know were were football scouts who saw him in high school. There was one scout at the time whose name I'm forgetting, but uh, who saw LeBron in high school playing wide receiver, and he said at the time he's one of the ten best wide receiver prospects I've seen in 30 years. So, I mean, there was no question, yeah, that his, his size and athleticism, his strength, you know, he's basically, minus an inch or two, he's basically the same size as Carl Malone, you know, who is just seen as this bruising, you know, physically imposing dominant power forward. Uh, whereas LeBron's, you know, in nearly the same package, not quite as tall, is doing the same things that Magic Johnson was doing and, and you know, some of the same things that a Jordan or a Kobe Bryant have done. So, uh, I mean, I remember asking his high school coach back in high school, um, you know, how do you compare him? You know, some people were saying Tracy McGrady, who was incredible at the time. 
some people were saying Kobe, and, and his coach was sort of saying, well, yeah, I can see Kobe, I can see McGrady, I can see Magic, and he kept listing players because LeBron sort of combined so many different guys' abilities, uh, and again, the size, the quickness, the athleticism, the body control, the court vision, uh, the passing instincts, so many aspects of the game that you really haven't seen in, in one pa- package with maybe just you know two or three exceptions in NBA history. Uh, Ryan, what does LeBron do now? I mean, he's uh, he's delivered on his his mission to give Cleveland this sports title that they hadn't had in 52 years. He's already got three rings. Um, there's this legacy debate, and you know, I know that's a, a big deal in American sports. I mean, what does he? What what? Where does he go? Where does he sort of? What's the sort of final stage in his career? What what what? Do you, what will he go to L.A. Play and just sort of like sort of merge into some sort of like celebrity player, or how do, what do you think he want? What do you think he wants to do next? Now it's a great question. There's there's sort of not the model like there is with European soccer, where you can go to you know the the, the Holly you know the the basketball equivalent of a major league soccer and go play in in England or Italy somewhere and just sort of run out your career making big money. So I think he stays in Cleveland certainly for the foreseeable future. There are people trying to throw out the idea that maybe he'd leave for L.A. or something. I just can't see it right now. Uh, I think he'll stay in Cleveland for the foreseeable future. They just won the championship, and their core is fairly young. You know, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are both uh, still in their 20s, so I think he'll give it another go next year. We'll see physically where he is, and we'll see motivation-wise. You know, now that he's done it, he's his third championship overall. He's finally done that seemingly impossible thing and won in Cleveland. Is the motivation going to be there next year as well? Are they going to be as healthy? Do they keep that team intact? Do they try to improve? Uh, you know, Kevin Love obviously is the name that gets brought up the most. Do they try and find somebody who's a better fit to compete against the Warriors and the style that they're playing more and more, where it's all about length and shooting? That I don't know, but I think he'd love to end his career in Cleveland. I think the L.A. thing is uh, Laker fans who are looking for their next superstar, and for the first time in a while they don't have one. I don't think that's very likely, but obviously he's got interest in Hollywood as well, so can't rule that out. But I think for the, mean, uh, for the time being, he's, he's very happy at home in Northeast Ohio, and I don't think we'll see him go anywhere just yet. Well, on the Hollywood interest, I saw him recently in that film Trainwreck, and he was brilliant. He, uh, you know, he, he really deadpan, he doesn't do deadpan sarcasm to a T. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he's done Saturday Night Live now once or twice, and and been really pretty funny on there. The thing he's always had about him is is that kind of performer's, uh, you know, sort of willingness and and need a little bit to to kind of be silly in the spotlight. He's never been afraid of that. Uh, and so I think that's helped him do the comedy stuff and branch out a bit. And you know, but he's also behind the scenes. He's got a lot of money in, in production and things like that. And you know, he's a mogul. Uh, doesn't get as much attention, but so he's going to be involved uh, in big time, big money things. You know, on or off the court. I think for the foreseeable future. So I think a lot of his Hollywood work will probably end up being more so in the production side of things, and he'll probably do quite well with that as well. Yeah, uh, where is he physically? Finally, uh, Ryan, you mentioned there, we'll see how he is. Is there any worry over where he is at 31? Well, you know, again, 31 for him is, is the equivalent of, of, you know, probably 33 or 34 for where Jordan was at the same time based on he's been in the playoffs pretty much every year since his rookie year, deep into the playoffs for so long, but didn't have those, those years of college that Jordan had where, you know, Jordan was playing 30 or 35 games a year for a few years and LeBron was playing 90 or 100. Um, you know, or, you know, so early in his career, so I, that those take their toll, and certainly the minutes he's played uh, in the prime of his career take their toll. He takes very good care of himself. I know he's got a trainer, a guy he's had for years, who does really well by him. Uh, and certainly the way he looked the past week or two, he looks like he's in pretty great shape. Um, but this is certainly the age where you expect a guy with his mileage to possibly start having some more issues. Uh, you know, I hope not. It would be great to see to see a couple more years out of him at, at peak and just condition, just to see what he can do. Okay, listen, Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. 
Anytime, man. Thanks. Cheers. Ryan Jones there, who was uh, on the LeBron bandwagon way back when. Donnie, what are people saying? Have you been taking a close look at the uh, debates over LeBron versus Jordan, greatest of all time? Is there a consensus, anything even approaching a consensus across American media the last few days? Well, I mean, Jordan has six rings, Joe. So, like, LeBron... That just ends the fight, does it? More or less. LeBron needs, I'd say, two more, maybe one more ring to sort of say you know for those claims to be legitimate but i mean what i think it's what lebron did um uh like with with his supporting cast this year like he, the way he lifted those guys and the way he sort of seems to almost be the coach on on the on the court you know he really hmm. he's re- really has this sort of uh this huge presence i mean but, but he's also driven by this massive sense of injustice if you go to his uh instagram account there's a post about um like he he lists all the the naysayers and everybody who had counted him out and who had told him it was a bad a, a bad decision to go there you know it, you know he really you could see how much he was driven by this feeling that like he wasn't given enough respect and i mean this guy is like you know the biggest athlete in america right now so um it's it, it's funny you know it just shows you just how much athletes are really driven by uh disrespect and feeling that they don't they don't get everything they deserve lebron i i think you know he I think he, he's not far away from from um, from like overtaking Jordan and what in mm. what um, in that sort of conversation as who is the greatest of all time. It, it, like there's still a few more years, but I mean, it just shows you how how quickly sports can change. All all year here, we talked about the Warriors and like how they were having this sort of defining season and the greatest team of all time and all this kind of stuff. And now that team will never be spoken again. They've entered they've entered the conversation of with the uh the two thousand seven Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Like yeah. just you know, they're just teams were brilliant brilliant regular seasons who've just com- just be like, you know, co- consigned to the sort of dustbin of history, unfortunately. Um it's 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 just how it goes. But I mean they lost as many the Warriors lost as many games in the playoffs as they lost in the regular season. So clearly they had spent themselves somehow at trying to chase this record and, and ultimately that like curry really looked um deflated in in the sort of in the crucial crunch minutes in that game lebron just seemed to have another level another an, you know an, another gear whereas curry he, he took two three pointers in the last minute and they both missed and you know you just everything had gone against them the whole you know the order can change so quickly in in uh, in sports joe Donnie, lovely stuff. We'll see you next Tuesday. I might literally see you next Tuesday. Okay, see you then. Off the ball with betdac.com, the sports betting exchange. Serious about sports 24-7. Every season, every sport, every team.